This is the weekly sales meeting for February 11th, 2024. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic, do the basics really well. I grew up in New England. One of the big retailers at the time was a company called Building 19. The company was formed as a partnership between Jerry Ellis and Harry Andler. They decided to sell a stock of appliances. They opened their first location at the former Bethlehem Hingham shipyard. There, the buildings were numbered, and their location was Building 19. Rather than spend an exorbitant amount on a flashy building, the store retained its nondescript nature. Andler was in the surplus and salvage business. Ellis had a flair for advertising. Andler would buy distressed merchandise, or as he called it, good stuff cheap. Ellis took that mantra. He turned it into a marketing slogan that guided the business until it closed in 2013. These stores were famous even outside of New England. They even appeared in the 1979 Burt Reynolds' Candace Bergen movie, Starting Over. These stores were known for having a variety of assorted stock. Most of it was closeout, discontinued models, scratch and dent, irregulars, and other less-than-perfect merchandise. They had a simple business model of buying low and selling high enough, with the emphasis on the buy low. They coupled that with very clever advertising and merchandising. As they added more stores to their portfolio, they kept the Building 19 brand. They used fractions to designate their new locations. They used names like Building 19 and an eighth, Building 19 and a half, and Building 19 and three quarters, to name a few. In all, it had 10 stores at the height of its popularity. In advertising, they went for simple but effective. Memorable, but not complicated. Building 19 used its original slogan of good stuff cheap. Later, it added America's messiest department store, the latter to capitalize on its earned reputation of never being too orderly. And this was by design, illustrating that the merchandise you see today may not be there tomorrow. If you want it, you better buy it. Because if you don't, somebody else will. This business was not open seven days a week. It was open three and capitalized on that by advertising support the three-day work week. Building 19 and all 10 of its locations filed for bankruptcy in 2013. Increased competition from other discounters hurt. Discounters like Christmas tree shops, Ocean State job lots, and Ollie's Bargain Outlet hurt business. Couple that with online competition from Amazon to Overstock.com. All these factors eroded the company's buying leverage and merchandising efforts. Many retailers even opened their own outlet stores, which cut down on the availability of distressed merchandise, which further eroded Building 19's market position. But for almost 50 years, Building 19 thrived by doing basic things really well. They did not spend a whole lot of time overcomplicating the simple. Alas, the market segment became too complicated for operation. Selling is both simple and complicated. Simple because it can be measured and executed by a process, and complicated because it involves people, and people are complex. In the beginning, we will stumble through selling. We think we are good with people, so we don't need a process. As we progress and get better, we understand the process is what makes the engine go. We also understand people are unpredictable. After we get close to mastering the process, we realize people behave in patterns. This makes them easier to identify. When we can couple these two together, it is a win. Combine a simplified sales process with our experiential ability to identify the pattern behavior of people. It is here we can become unstoppable. Grant Cardone is the author of the 10X Rule. He subscribes to this theory. Success is not complicated. It is simple, disciplined, consistent, and focused action. 
For me, the sales process is simple. We manage three drivers of our business. We manage who did you call on, we manage what did you ask them to buy, and we manage what did you close. I learned this from my very first sales job. I also learned in my first sales management job that everything else was window dressing. Some people manage non-sales activity, but those simple things are the three drivers of business. What is less complex than managing our three principles of who did you call on, what did you ask for, and what did you close? Get good at those three things and you will have a long and prosperous sales career. We tend to overcomplicate the simple. Some sales managers have become slaves to modern data points. They embrace a CRM and then believe we need to fill it with data point upon data point. This becomes data management, not sales management. Sales management is about moving the needle on the three drivers of our business. It is mapping out who you call on, what you ask them to buy, and closing the business. As I tell sellers who work with me, I don't pay you to make sales calls. I pay you to close business. What actions get you closer to close business? It is identifying the right people to call on. It is presenting a plausible business solution to an identified business problem, and it is closing at a higher than average rate. When we first identify our selling path, we tend to be overdramatic about its complexity. Instead of breaking down our responsibility to its basis elements, we heap mountains of intricacy upon the task. We make it more convoluted than it has to be. Robert Collier was a 20th century American author of self-help and metaphysical books. He was the nephew of Peter Fenelon Collier, founder of Collier's Weekly. He may have had an inside track on the publishing arena. Collier wrote, success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. We should approach our sales efforts the same way. Get good at real, simple tasks. These are, who did you call on, what did you ask for, and what did you close? Get good at growing these three elements of your business. The beauty is in its simplicity. In the Matthew McConaughey film, We Are Marshall, we learn of the tragic story of the 1970 Marshall football team. We learn how it recovered from the infamous plane crash. What is also evident in this story is how the university and head coach Jack Langell, played by McConaughey, worked against long odds to rebuild. He rebuilt not only a football team, but a whole community after tragedy. There is a scene in the movie depicting a conversation between the coaches about what kind of offense they are going to run. Due to their diminished personnel and lack of skilled players, they opt to forego their power I offense. The scene plays out like this. Jack, men power I, you know I'm a fan of it. That's why I brought it here. And I have learned in the last two weeks that it is not working. As of now, the power I goes in the trash. Along with every flea flicker, double reverse, and every other trick play you may have in your playbook. Get rid of it. It is time to simplify. Ball. So, let's put our heads together here. What is the simplest offense you have run and actually won a football game? Any idea is a good idea. No right or wrong here today. Red Dawson. Well, there's always the Veer, Jack. The Veer? That's interesting. Talk that out. Red. Well, the Veer is an option offense. Spreads things out. Takes the focus off any one man. It is actually designed for teams who don't have a very strong offensive line. Jack. That is us in a nutshell. Part of building any kind of sales system or process is first determining the baseline. Where are you? What do you do well? Where do you need help? Like in football, you can learn a variety of trick plays, but if you can't do the basics, the trick plays won't work work, build the foundation, and branch out from there. Do the basics well. As Vince Lombardi said on his first day, gentlemen, this is a football. Get acquainted with doing very basic things well. What are the basics? For us, it is who did you call on, what did you ask for, and what did you close? 
Perhaps we should start every sales meeting with this. Get reacquainted with the job and what our mission is. Reset the deck from time to time as necessary. Get your brain trust in the same room and on the same page. Sometimes we have been doing the same things in the same way for so long that resetting the deck seems like an impossibility. Try it. You might like it. According to Jim Rohn, Success is doing ordinary things extraordinarily well. What we do is not complicated, yet we often make it so. We overthink the unnecessary when basic actions are all that is required. Get good at the basics and then get better at them. Repetition of solid action will lead to strong results. Flapping in the breeze without a plan will lead elsewhere. Remember the basics. When you start to drift, return to the basics. When you stagnate, return to the basics. When you get there, remind yourself of all the success you have had because you are able to master these basic actions. Start with a good foundation. Learn what you or your company does well. What are the strengths of your offering? Then look and see where you match up best. Look for your competitive advantage. If you over-index in home improvement, automotive, healthcare, or all three, focus your effort there. Don't focus your efforts on areas where you don't have the advantage. That is a fool's errand. Gordon B. Hinckley was the 15th president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He claimed you can't build a great building on a weak foundation. You must have a solid foundation if you are going to have a strong superstructure. This base of operation will give you a simple framework for your sales franchise. You can make an entire career out of doing the basic things really well. These actions place us on a journey to excellence. According to Aristotle, excellence is an art won by training and habituation. We do not act rightly because we have virtue or excellence, but rather we have those because we have acted rightly. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Create your sales habits based on the foundation of the job. Spend your time chasing mastery. This includes calling on the right people, calling on people that are predisposed and predetermined to do business with you. Get good at identifying these groups. It will add to your success rate. Next, seek to solve customer problems. In survey after survey of small and medium-sized business owners, their number one complaint about sellers is they don't listen. Get good at asking the right questions to uncover your customers needs if every time you go to see them you are talking about something that matters to them you will elevate yourself into their inner circle you will be the trusted advisor and the business confidant this is a position we should all covet Last, get better at closing. This starts at the beginning of every call. If you present yourself as a resource advisor rather than another seller, you are on your way. When you act in the best interest of your customer, and it also serves your interest, this is a win for both parties. When this mutual benefit is achieved, it creates long-term lucrative partnerships. When we act to make only a sale, the business relationship becomes one-sided or unbalanced. This is not sustainable. Like Building 19, Vince Lombardi, and the sales process, Simple is a roadmap for success. Define your process and its simple actions. Get good at identifying the right fit for your business. Who did you call on? It is a question you should ask yourself every day, as I'm sure your sales manager will. Get better at presenting plausible business solutions. Learn to uncover your customers' needs and do so with speed and urgency. Make this your mission. Keep a file on every customer. Understand what they do well and how you can position your product to help them do more of it. Align your interests and theirs. This starts with getting good at doing the basics really well. My latest book, 52 Weekly Sales Meetings, is now available on Amazon.com. If you like what you have heard here today, please consider ordering a copy or two. You can always send one to a friend. Go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now and follow the instructions to order.